a strong message today. You okay? Over here? Come on. A strong message today. I'm in a series I wrote called Secret Stress. It's the stress that comes from keeping secrets. In my opinion, strong opinion, the things we keep the most secret are family secrets. Husband, wife, wife, husband, our children, our parents, things that they did to us. Maybe relationships we were in where people hurt us and did things to us that we don't even want to speak about. We buried it so deep. But if we're not careful, that stuff can absolutely destroy you. Secret stress. Did you know you can cast all your care upon the Lord for He cares for you? Did you know that? Yes or no? Did you know that? You cast all that care and that stress on Him because He cares for me. That's a big deal. Now, sometimes the stuff hits the fan. It all gets out and people can't, you know, they see it. And I mean, that'll hurt you, man. I'd rather live life where people know just who I am. Here's the way I look at it. People don't like me or people like me because I'm being somebody who I ain't. One day I'll be who I am and they won't like me. So I've just decided I'm going to be who I am. And if they don't like me, that's their problem, not my problem. Now, not if I'm a pain in the rear, being evil, ugly, but no. But to change me, I am who I am. I came from where I came from. I talk the way I talk. I dress like I dress. You don't dress very nice like a preacher. Well, tough. I like this is me dressed up, okay? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Golly, y'all are terrible. But anyway, I'm just me. There's an incredible freedom when you can just be you. And let some of that stress go. But don't think that's where I've always been. I was the guy that kept stuff in. I'm the preacher. The pastor's family. And had a lot of trouble at home. And started early in my marriage. And I was hurt. And I didn't feel loved. And so I just, I'll try harder. I'll get better. I, I can be better. And I was hurt again. Then one day it just all came out. And I was alone. Boy, that's rough. You hear me, yes or no? You get so bad sometimes you even consider about taking your own life. That's terrible, isn't it? Stress can hurt you. Yes or no? Amen or oh me? So I started thinking about it when I was having surgery and I was at home a lot. And so I just started thinking about secrets and stress and looking back at my life. But then I started looking back at the life of pastors that I knew in large churches. And I started researching. And boy, it's pretty pathetic what people keep secret in church. Did you hear me or not? You see the Catholic Church dealing with it. They're trying to now, yes or no. We'll call us a conference and we'll deal with child molesters. I'm sorry, I don't believe a conference is going to fix that. Did you hear me or not? I have zero mercy for a child molester. Now, you might not like me for saying that, but at least you know who I am now, don't you? Yes or no? Say. Amen? Tough. 
Zippo. 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 You hurt kids at this church. I'll be the last, I'll be, you, I will be the last person you will want to ever see. You hurt children in this church. You hurt children in this church. Somebody beats the crap out of you. I'm happy for it. That's horrible. I know. Jesus said it this way. You hurt a child. It's better than a 2,000 pound stone be tied around your neck and you buried in the sea. See, I was pretty easy compared to him. Did you hear me or not? That's scripture, guys. The point is, is that the church has kept secrets for years. I don't want us to have secrets here. Did you hear me? I just let it all hang out when I preach. I got in trouble last week, didn't I, Dina? Where you at, Dina? Good, I'm glad she's out there. I last week talked about my wife wearing a bikini. And Dina got on to me. You shouldn't say that. So you know what I'm doing this week? I'm saying it again. I'm horrible. I'm terrible, aren't I? Anyway, let's get with the message. Here we go. Come on. Talking about stress. Talking about stress. Believe it or not, when I can just say something like that and get us to laugh a little bit, it's true. It just makes me feel more at home. Did y'all hear me or not? Come on, let's go. A lot of stress in this room. Here's what Jesus told his disciples. I've got about 20 minutes. He said, pray that you don't enter into temptation. He had the last supper with him. We're about to have the Lord's Supper in just a moment. Pray that you enter not into temptation. They went to the garden and all of them, instead of praying, they did what? They what? They slept. Basically, Peter, the leader, I don't need it. I don't need it. I'm good. I don't need it. I'm good. Yes or no? He's good. I'm strong. I got it. We did two messages on Peter. Satan kicked Peter's tail, didn't he? Yes or no? So that's what I want for us, guys. Pray that you enter not into temptation. There's temptation out there. There's struggle. Satan wants to eat our lunch. The Bible says your adversary, the devil, Satan, goes about as a what? Roaring what? Lion seeking whom he may what? Devour. The Bible says Satan, the thief, comes to what? Steal, kill, and what? That's who he is. He hates you. He hates me. Now, if we're all sailing to hell, he's happy. But the child of God, he wants to wreak havoc on your life and on my life. Because if we live for Christ, if we're overcomers, if we can have a testimony when a a leg is having to be removed and we can still say, He is faithful. He doesn't like that. But that's who we are. We're children of the living God. Amen? But He's going to fight us like a dog. So let's look at it today. So what happens when I have temptation? What happens when I'm facing Satan in my life? So what do I need to do? And that's the title of the message today. Fighting. Fighting. Say it with me. Say it with me. Fighting the what? Of who? I even thought about when I wrote that. Wow, that's quite a title. Fighting the stress of who? We think like, well, I can't say his name or something because he might get me. That's how goofy we are. No, I hate Satan. I've seen the havoc he's reaped reaped on my family. My own stepfather shot my mother six times and killed my mother. Because my mother was a beautiful testimony for Jesus Christ. 
And He's been on my heels and coming after me for years. Amen? But I'm going to tell you something right now. When you humble yourself and you give credit to the Lord, I ain't saying you're going to be Satan-free by any means, but you're going to look back and go, wow, has God ever been good to me? Amen. God is faithful. But we got to fight, guys. So how do you do it? I want to talk to you about it real quick. Fighting the stress of Satan. Roger's wondering if I'll ever get there. So how did Jesus fight the stress of Satan? I don't want to know how Fred did it. I don't know how Jesus did it. How did Jesus fight the stress of Satan? And you that know your Bible, you're going to say, well, that's pretty simple. I think I got the answer maybe already. But a lot of us, we don't know the answer and we're not doing what the Bible says. So I want to talk about it real quick. I'll just read the temptation of Jesus right here. Jesus was led up of the Spirit into the wilderness. Now, this is the Judean wilderness. This is also over by Jordan. I've been to Jordan many times. I've been to Israel many, many times. That make me an expert. But I've taken trips all into the wilderness because I'm just a nut. Okay? One time I paid a little joker $10, an Arab kid, $10 to ride his little donkey. I was 275. I'm 235 right now. I sat on that little scrawny donkey and my feet were literally on the ground. $10. And the kid looked at me and he said, you fat. Want to punch this little Arab kid in the face. He said, you pay more money. True story. I got on that little scrawny donkey Because this wilderness is rough. I mean, that hurt my rear end, but not as much as walking would have hurt my rear end. But uh, it is, it's not like grassy green wilderness. This is, the best way I can say it, the Judean wilderness and the wilderness there at at, uh, Jordan looks like shards of glass. Say that with me. Shards of glass. Now we go to, how many have been to Petra? You've been to Petra. Okay. Now behind Petra, though, Petra's sort of cool. But if you keep going behind Petra. For miles and miles and miles, it gets really, it ain't Petra no more. It is really unbelievable. And so this is Jesus. He's being led into the wilderness and he's going to be tempted by Satan. If that ain't bad enough, he's just fasted how many days? 40 days and 40 nights. So he's hungry. He's not just hungry. If I'm fasting 40 days and 40 nights, I'm irritable, frustrated. I am not in any mood to have this. But that's what happened. And he gives us something here. This is the word of God. So the tempter or Satan came to Jesus. Say it with me. If you be the son of God, command these what? Stones be made what? Bread. So how did Jesus fight Satan? I'm not going to say much except read. He answered, but he answered. Jesus answered and said, say it with me. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, help me, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's clue one. So another temptation, the devil takes him up into the holy city. Jerusalem sets him on a pinnacle of the temple. Says unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast yourself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning you. Satan talking to Jesus, quoting scripture to him. And in their hands, they shall bear you up, lest at any time you dash your foot against a stone. Say verse 7 with me. Come on. Jesus said unto him, it is written, 
again, say it with me, thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. That's clue number two, how to fight Satan. Again, (laughs) you think you get rid of the devil, he's going to go his way, it ain't happening. He's going to keep dogging you. Again, the devil takes him up into an exceeding high mountain. He shows him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And he said unto him, Satan to Jesus, all these things will I give you if you will fall down and worship me. Satan telling this to Jesus. Y'all, you, you listening? What Jesus say? Then Jesus said unto him, say it with me. Get thee hence or get behind me what? Satan. Now hang on, keep saying it. Come on. For it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Now we're going to talk about it in a minute, but verse 11 is what I want to be in my life. Then the devil leaves him. Oh, how many know you've been stressed out by the devil, but you can very clearly remember when you got better and he left your, your tail. I mean, come on, come on, come on. And the angels ministered unto Jesus. I don't understand all that. I think we're going to get to heaven one day and we're going to see a lot of things we didn't realize. How that, uh, how in the world did I get better? (laughs) How did you help me through all that mess, Lord? And he's going to say, well, let's, let's look at it. And there it was, angels were ministering and helping us and leading us through. I don't know all about that. But I believe it. You hear me, yes or no? So now let's learn. Let's learn today what we can see quickly. Let's go, Raj. Pop it. Amen. Would you say this pretty loud this morning? Pretty loud. Come on. The Word was Jesus. One more time. Pretty loud. Come on. The Word was Jesus. That's how you fight Satan. Your TV preachers will say you some little trick on TV. But somehow they end up getting the money. That's the funny part. There is no tricks. Jesus doesn't play tricks. If you're going to fight Satan, this is the way you fight Satan. There is no other way to fight Satan. There is no other way. Maybe if I do this. That's what happens when you don't want to read the Scriptures. I was just dumb enough when I got saved at 16, 17 years old. I started memorizing Scripture. I was crazy. I'd write them on three by five cards and stick them in my pocket. I didn't know I was going to be a preacher. I was still a hellraiser. But I needed help. Say that with me. I needed help. See, God will help those that need help. It's those of us that think we're good. We fine. Peter, I'm good. We need help. I started memorizing scripture. And before I knew it, I had me a big old stack of them. Then I put them in the glove box of my truck. I'd pull them out. I'm 19, 20, 21, 22, when I could have been in all kinds of hell. Amen, say. But God had his hand on me. There's something about hiding God's word in your heart, isn't there? Certainly wasn't perfect. I still messed up enough. But boy, having God's word hit in my heart. Guys, we need to do that. Are you hearing me? Yes or no? Well, I'm old. I can't remember nothing. Well, you better try hard, quick. You hear me or not? You better get on a stick. Oh, I'm good. I don't have the scripture. Satan will leave me alone. He's going to beat the snot out of you. You need to fight him, man. You fight with the word. Look at what Jesus said again. He answered, said unto Satan, it's written, 
man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He said it again in verse 7. It is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. He said it again in verse 10. Get behind me, Satan, for it's written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And then you see the angels come, Satan leaves, and the angels come and minister. So the bottom line is, fighting the stress of Satan, you do it through his what? Word. It takes more than what? Can you say that pretty loud? It takes more than what? I'm a man of willpower. I am. It's got me in a lot of trouble in my life. But it's also, I like people with willpower. I like people who try hard. I am not at all a guy who likes whiners. I don't. I don't. What good is it? Whine, 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 whine. Got nothing done. I would, I really prefer people that try. Amen. Say, I'm going to get my head up. I'm going to make it. I can do this. But I'm going to tell you something. You better have more than willpower when you're fighting Satan. Did you hear me? It takes more than willpower. Here's what it takes. Just say it pretty loud with me. Really loud. Say it loud. It takes. Now, y'all did better in the first service, but I want to try it one more time. It takes what? Boom! It takes word power. My mama was a drunk. She got saved when she was about 42 years old. She didn't know nothing about the scriptures. She drank like crazy. Slept with other men. She, I've watched her before. There was a street preacher. She had cursed him out. My mama was no saint. Far from it. She got saved. Only had 11th grade education. She started memorizing scripture. Sticking it on the coffee table. Under the glass. You can't decorate these days like that, can you? What will people think if there's a scripture under your glass? Here's what they'll think. There's a scripture under her glass. <laughs> Mama would put them on the fridge. Wet an old chalkboard in the kitchen. And Mama would write a little scripture sometimes. Not every day, but she'd write a little scripture in chalk on a chalkboard in the kitchen where she's cooking and cleaning and washing clothes. See, Mama was crazy. But Mama started knowing the Bible. And you know what? She became an incredible light for the Lord. She was a champion for God. Why do I say that? I'm saying, guys, excuse making ain't going to cut it. If my mama, who had no past with the scriptures, no life, if she could do it, if I, hell raised, doing the time of life when you're really screwing your life up, if I could do it, you can do it. Amen. Say, I want you to win. But Gary can't bless you. I bless you, be a winner. I bless you, be a winner. I, I can't help you. If you don't get the word in you. You hear me? So this is what I'm really pounding today. The word must be my weapon. It must be my weapon. And, uh, Raj, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm only going to do the first three. Okay, buddy? And next week I'm going to build this message a little more because of our communion today. But I want to show you what I do. And I learned this from the Lord. And this was not something I did my whole life. When I was hurting, when I was so stressed out, when I'm so stressed out, I don't know if I can make it anymore. If I'd have had a gun, I might have taken my own life. That's really sad. That's how low I got. So here's what I started doing. I started fighting back. Say fighting back. One more time. And this is how I did it. And I want to share it with you. Here it is. Here's some of the bullets that I fire. 
I have no mercy for Satan. None. He hates my guts. I hate his guts. He's mad because I'll never go to hell. He's mad because I've got a big stinking mouth. And I can't stand him. And he has, he's hurt me. So I learned to fight back. And here's how I do it. I want you to learn it today with me. Number one, say that with me good and loud. One, two, three, say it. Say it again. One more time. He hates you saying that. I am loved. Get out of my house. Because that's what I felt. No one loves you. She doesn't love you. No one loves you. That's what we do. We start lying to ourselves. That ain't the truth. But he's a liar. He's a deceiver. Something bad will happen and we'll take it to the millionth degree some other direction. Because that's the way Satan works. Because he is a liar and a dog. So this is how I fight back. I am loved. But not just, ooh, I'm loved. I've got willpower. I'm loved. I'm loved. Oh, you better get something more than that. This is what I got. Who shall separate me from the love of Christ? Or tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword? Better have some scripture. And all these things, say it with me. I am more than a what? Conqueror through who? Him that what? Did you hear that, Satan? I got to calm down. I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, that's all demons right there. Nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to do what? Separate me from the what? Love of God, which is in who? Where'd you learn that, Gary? Right there. Y'all got it or not? You're loved. If you say you're not loved, you're a child of God, you're just deceiving yourselves. You are loved. Why not get the ammo and fire back? Yes or no? Amen. Word power. So that's number one. Now, I got a long message, but we're just going to do three of them. First service, I nearly killed those poor people because I did like eight. Number two, say that with me. I'm what? Again, I'm what? Now, you're telling this to the devil. I for, Number one was what? I'm what? Number two, I'm what? You got no hold on me. All you got, Satan, because you ain't my daddy. All you got is blame. All you got on me, you can't burn my tail. I'm saved. All you can do is get me to somehow blame God. And that's a dead end road I don't want to go down. So I'm loved, but wait a minute, I'm saved. People wonder sometimes, you save? What's that word? It's all through the Bible. What does it mean? Look at it. I have received Jesus. I have been given power to become a what? How do you get power to become God's son? Say it with me. Because I what? I believe in his name. Well, mama went to church. Grandma went to church. Satan will kick you straight in the face if you throw that at him. Oh, I'm good. I'm nice. We even do this. We think we're saved. I ain't never killed nobody. Dumbest people on the planet. 
You're saved because you believe in the name of the only begotten Son of the living God. And His name is who? Jesus. Amen. Come on. Come on. Boom. The Bible says, and the devils, what? Tremble. Say it. The devils, what? They tremble. We don't know how to fight. (laughs) Amen. Say, I want to win. Don't you say. I asked one of our coaches in our church. He coaches a six and eight, six year olds to eight year olds. I saw him this morning out back. I said, let me ask you something. If you're going to be at Fellowship Church, i got a question to ask you. I said, I know you're coaching six to eight-year-olds. I said, but do you want, when you coach, get out there and beat those other kids' tails? He said, absolutely. I said, good, because otherwise I wouldn't even want you coaching. We coach to win. You hear me or not say, okay, if they're six or eight-year-olds, we're not just keeping score. We want to win. Amen. That's just the bad part of me. But I definitely want to beat the enemy. Amen. He hurts us. I'm saved. Here's another scripture. Say it with me. I am a child of God by faith in Christ Jesus. See, you might say, I can't memorize the scripture, Pastor. You can't memorize that. Get this message, go home, write them down, and hold on to them. How about this one? I'm joined unto the Lord in one what? What's that mean? He's got me, baby. You ain't got no hold on me. You ain't my daddy. He's my father. That's just plain English. I'm in Christ. I'm a what? New creature. Some of you talk about things. You're still held up by your past things you've done. Listen, I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Satan will come at you. Listen, behold, all things are become what? New. All things are passed away. Things new, man. And all things are of God who has reconciled me to himself by Christ Jesus. Has given me now the ministry of reconciliation. Got no hold on me, devil. Y'all hear me now. Hope y'all right. Let's go to the third one. We quit. We're going to have communion. How about that one right there? One, two, three, say it. Let me, let me ask you a question. Satan comes at you. He's messing with you. You're stressed out. And you start telling him, I'm loved. God loves me. Get behind me. You quote some scripture. Do you think that that just might help you? Yes or no? Yes or no? You're going to do that or whine? And then on top of that, when you throw this one, I'm saved. When you come to Gary Clark's house and Kim's house, when you walk up on our porch, we got a big wide porch. On this side over here, it says, as far as the east is from the west, painted with my own wife's hands on a board I found by the road. Beautiful. Probably worth $100. Then I got another big one on the left. It says, as far as the east is from the west. So when I walk in my home or visitors come to my home, you are forgiven. Never to be remembered again. Amen. You think that's powerful? 
I'm saved. Amen. I'm forgiven, man. This is powerful. Talk to, talk to him like that. i got to quit. I give thanks unto the Father which has made me meet to be partakers of the inheritance and the saints of light. He's delivered me from the power of darkness. You ain't my daddy no more. Talk to him like that. I've been translated. He's translated me into the kingdom of his dear son. Did you hear me? In whom I have redemption through whose blood? Talk to him like that. I have the forgiveness of God. And that's why we're going to go do what we're doing. Jesus said, you do this in remembrance of me. And see if you don't have power in your life. Power to fight. There is therefore now no condemnation to who? Why? Because I'm in who? And I walk not after the flesh anymore. Satan, I'm not going to fight fair anymore. I used to fight you in the flesh. No more. Now I fight you in the spirit. Did you hear me? That's pretty good stuff, isn't it? I don't know if you like it. I like it a lot. All right? I'm pretty cool with all this stuff this morning. Amen. Come on. Now, here's our goal, church. Here's the goal. Why do I, I need to fight the stress of Satan? Now, I could have talked all day about what those are in your life. How many would just say, Pastor Gary, when you say the stress of Satan, I know what you're saying because I've had it in my life. I've been there. Let me see some hands. Just, just so we know what we're talking about in this room. Amen. How many with another hand would just lift up and say, I'm like you. It almost killed me, Pastor. It almost killed me. It almost killed me. We know what we're talking, don't we? Yes or no? Almost killed me. But this is the goal. Now look at me now. Look at this. Then the devil leaves him. (laughs) And behold, angels come and minister to him. Now I'm not a fool. I don't believe this is a one-time thing. I got it. I'm good. No, he's going to come after you. He's going to come back to you because he's going to think you you forgetful. I really want you to double down, guys. Double down on how to do this. You hear me? Yes or no? Amen? It's not kooky. Not, is this kooky? Yes or no? Not kooky at all. Plain English to me. Thank you, Jesus. Tell him that this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Let's praise the Lord this morning. Come on for his word. Amen. Boom. Simple. Amen. Come on.